Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. All right, 430 here in the Kiva on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon, a little bit uh, cooler. My toes were frozen this morning on the golf course on AM 600 KIVA, 93.7 FM. Uh, they were, you know, tending to the uh, the country club, uh, you know, grass there. I was heading out. And <laughs> you don't I was know long and strong and feeling good. I'm like, oh, my feet are a little bit uh, wet. You, you know that toesies? I do. <laughs> yeah, I, I do my uh, my golfing and flip flops. Uh, you do, you do a lot of things in flip flops. Yeah, uh, but I was going to say you don't know cold until you've been to a Patriots game in December. That's well, that's cold. Cool. <laughs> uh, the the fu flip flops is generally right. I'm like, hey, look at what he like, that guy's playing in his. <laughs> well, they're not flip flops; they're uh, uh, actual flip flop golf. Oh. Yeah, the one and only. Hopefully, it doesn't uh, violate never, any never course rules. Never flip flopping on the issues is one Joe Monahan. You oh. know where he stands most of the time. He is the <laughs> home for. New Mexico politics. You never know how I'm going to segue into a Joe Monahan. Joe Monahan doesn't know how he's going to segue into himself or how he's going to take it from day to day. You can just go to JoeMonahan.com. Joe, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. I'll tell you, crazy stuff. I mean, it's always fun. This last month, I really get into it, and this is going to be a big night tonight with uh, the presidential debate, and uh, we had a congressional debate here the other day, and uh, as much as it's a strange year with no in-person contact, uh, I think we will have some uh, entertaining aspects here uh, to keep people in politics uh, uh, alert. In Pol- the next politics month, so. is a contact sport. You have a lot of uh, contacts. We see a lot of people who want to win, and they know to advertise. Uh, they're directly on your blog. You've got a lot of hits, and uh, you're always uh, yeah. playing the hits, talking about uh, the things that New Mexico Democrats are focused on primarily, and then uh, peppers some uh, Republicans. But there's not much to really speak about. But you were pretty high on Yvette Harrell's performance, and uh, you're getting a little bit of a lashing. And i got to say, I agree with uh, some of the lashing that you got because – I saw a much different debate uh, than the one that you reported on, and you were not very happy with uh, with uh, Zoshitil, or as I refer to her, Socialist Taurus Small. Well, you know, whenever you take a stand and actually in this day and age say someone won the debate, you're going out on a limb. It's sure. just the new thing is that, you know, if you're a Republican, you won the debate. If you're a Democrat, you won the debate. We try to look at these things objectively, score them uh, as you would in a college debate with oration, organization, et cetera, and, um, mm-hmm. you know, presentation. And I think that in that regard, Taurus Small lost. A lot of part of her problem was she was talking way too fast. Uh, this is not a, you know, a radio media. This is a television medium, and okay. uh, I think she came across excitable and less calm than Harold. and television is a cool medium, not a hot medium, and so just the overall presentation, we ranked it for a Taurus Small. We also felt that Harold, whether you agree with her or not, had more clarity because she has a simple uh, a platform. She's not gray on the issues, and I thought that Taurus Small had more of a problem because she's trying to be all things to all people. That can be difficult to sell to a television audience that's looking for declarative sentences and more clarity. So in a nutshell, mm-hmm. uh, Taurus Small lost the debate, but it will not, in my opinion, or other people who helped to contribute to that blog, really influence the race. It was probably not seen by that many people. Yeah. And there was well, the Cowboy game was on. The, uh, the Dallas Cowboys were in the process of, uh, yeah. of, of giving away another football game there. Yeah, and it's not like Taurus Small got her clock cleaned. It was just that if you scored it on points, Harold uh, beat her probably by an edge or so. That's all we were saying. Not that there was some uh, epic changing event. And I respect the other side that said, you know, Harold was uh, giving some duplicitous answers, wasn't complete, uh, had changed some positions. But that wasn't how we scored the debate. We scored the debate uh, on the previous criteria that I just talked about. So the previous uh, election, uh, Harold did not want to debate 
a socialist Taurus small, and that has a lot to do with, let's take a cut deeper, and uh, I'm surprised you're not uh, putting on your political looking glasses. Uh, they're sitting on top of your dresser, Joe, but let me help you out and put them on for you, because sure. you know, let me because socialist Taurus small actually paid it, uh, played it pretty smart. Uh, as you know, as well as I do, the makeup and the composition of the CD2 is a little bit different, and whether it's showing up to the Trump White House or whether she wants to go ahead and... Uh, and uh, act like she is voting on the side. The perception happens to be the reality, regardless, because people don't pay attention to the day-to-day -day stuff. And I know you were looking for shorter declarative sentences, but uh, she has become a very polished politician in the last couple of years. And uh, my folks in uh, Valencia County, where I'm clearly the number one radio station over there in Belen, Tomei, and Los Lunas, where they love to listen to me, don't even know, know Harold, and she has hardly a presence there. And uh, she knows how to appeal that, uh, appeal to that. And if you've seen the film, you know, as Valencia County goes, so does the rest of the state. And regardless of the fact that she's voted 95% of the time uh, with Nancy Pelosi, which I, I think is completely and totally abysmal, she has flipped it completely another way. And the people in southern New Mexico, as by way of the Sandra Hoff poll, uh, they're buying it, 47 to 45. Yeah, again, you know, these are two separate things. There's the debate and there's the reality and the political reality on the ground. So I feel very comfortable with saying who won the debate and separating who's winning the race. You know, those are two separate questions. That Fair was enough. one event in a very long-running campaign, and people who are criticizing that judgment need to, you know, put on their looking glasses and say, this is how, you know, this is politics. This is not uh, the whole all-be-all, end-all, this debate. I agree. Uh, Social Small is ahead of the race. I would score that race lean Democrat at this point, primarily because of Trump's weakness in that district in the Albuquerque Journal poll and, and others uh, conducted that Trump was only running four or five points ahead down there. That is not enough. The top of the ticket is going to have an enormous impact on the lower races. So sure. Trump needs to strengthen himself in the final month. And if he does that, I think it will improve Yvette's chances of winning. Right now the race at Doha is very close. And, uh, you know, Taurus Small... Uh, is the incumbent, however. Incumbents are rarely defeated. We did have Harry T get defeated in his second uh, term effort back in 2000. Uh, yeah, Harry, uh, Harry, Harry who? Harry who? Yeah, Harry who? So, yeah, the race is close. Uh, Valencia County leans red. I think it probably is leaning a little red this year. It is. The overall state is leading. Uh, you know, here's, the, here's where we're at, New Mexico, right now, one month away. No spin zone, as they say on Fox. This state is going blue. This is a blue state. And that trend has not, I repeat, has not been interrupted by any of the campaign tactics thus far. Now, that could change. But where we're at, and we saw what happened two years ago when the Democrats swept Bernalillo County, it looks like we're in for another sweep, at least here in the heart of the state, by the blue team. Fair enough. We'll go back to Valencia County, uh, which seems to be more of the strength of the uh political uh, explicit force on Facebook, on social media, and on radio. We hear from them uh, quite often. And as you know, it's uh, much better shaped in the South Valley, Albuquerque, and a, and a number of other things. You can think of it on the, the Rio Rancho down south. It's uh, performing that well. Rio Rancho just named as uh, one of the top places. I think that third congressional district, you guys would love to absolutely carve it out and gerrymander us into oblivion. But this is our last chance, and Trump will be here next. Trump will be here next week, sir. And I will tell you that I believe that the state is going to go red, regardless of the CD races yeah. uh, down yeah. ballot. You saw the KOAT report coming my way, and uh, doubt, feel free to jump in here talking about how Hispanics uh, vote. And there's 56% of us here in the state of New Mexico. That's the way the entire state, and that's, as you saw, 
Joe Biden does not have any Hispanic appeal. It does not look good for him, and I would say a majority of Hispanics are going to be voting for Donald Trump, even in the state of New Mexico in 2020. Well, by the way, I'm not a Democrat. I'm a registered independent. Have been all my adult life. And have worked, by the way, for a prominent Republican congressman, Manuel Lujan, as his chief communications officer on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C. You mean the uncle You mean the uncle or the cousin of uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember well, him. I guess, I yeah, guess not much of a legacy after not much of a legacy after she became governor, and Ben Ray Lujan happened to be the two most bluest. They've ruined the Lujan name forever, but go on. Well, whatever, that's the name. He was a great guy, and he was a great congressman, I thought, for a lot. Of, and he got uh, continually reelected as a Republican. I would agree. Uh, and, 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 and not many of your Republicans are able to do that today, are they? No, they're, they're not. not getting elected to anything. And the reason they're not no getting elected there. to anything is because they're way out of touch with the Hispanic people of New Mexico. Couldn't agree more. Uh, you, uh, the Republic, you know, look, at it, it, it all comes down to one thing. Oh, I'll ask you guys, if Trump is so going to win this state, where is he? On television? On radio? No, there's no campaign here. Joe raises a good point. They spent a lot of money, but we haven't seen much of it in the media. Let's go down uh, CD by CD. Let's uh, kick it off first uh, from the bottom to the top. Let's talk about Deborah Hall and Michelle Garcia Holmes. What's the money race look like there? Well, I mean, Deborah Holland is, you know, is favored heavily to win that race. It hasn't gone Republican in years. It's no longer a swing district. Uh, to Marcia Holmes' credit, she did come up with enough money to get on television, and she's only, and Deb Holland is not yet on television. I think that will help Michelle a little bit. I think her law enforcement background as a retired police detective, worked for the attorney general, helps her with that crime issue that she's putting forward in the final month of the campaign. Campaign, and also the fact that she's got a, she's a Hispanic woman that is an important uh, simpatico with agree. a lot of the electorate. Absolutely. But having said all that, mm-hmm. having said all that, uh, Holland remains popular uh, among all the progressive Democrats, of which there are many in the county. She holds a twenty-some point uh, uh, polling lead. Janet Colonel Jones lost the race sixty-two to thirty-eight. I think Michelle could probably do a better than that, or at least a little bit better than that. But that race is ranked. You know, heavily Democratic. Uh, Is Howland too progressive? Maybe that will be part of the issue going forward. But right now, it looks like she's safely going to be reelected. Let's move on to CD3. Do you see much of a race there? We've got Alexis Martinez-Johnson. Rio Rancho will be swinging the bat pretty hard uh, for her. And there's enough people that live in Rio Rancho, now the uh, second largest city, after you guys uh, tabulate the the lowest uh, uh, tabulated state in the uh, country, which is the state of New Mexico, you'll find that Rio Rancho is uh, really Republican. And is that going to be enough to sway the rest of the people and the Norteños as well, the COVID-infected areas of Sandoval County uh, and uh, McKinley County especially? No, no, it won't. But because that only one Republican in a fluke year has been uh, elected to the Northern Congressional District since it came into existence in 1982. So it's very heavily Democratic by, by history and by voting pattern. Having said that, Alexis Martinez-Johnson, I think I wrote a report about I found her quite interesting, outspoken. She has some character and wit, and I think she's a pretty bright lady, and I was surprised she won the primary. She surprised me, and, uh, but, uh, the Teresa Ledger Fernandez, the Democratic contender, has all the money and all the traditional Democratic machine behind her, and it's going to be, you know, Santa Fe County is just going to be a bloodbath for the Republicans, and the race basically will be settled, uh, there and in Taos. That leaves the Republicans some strength in Farmington, which now has fewer voters because of the economic depression. Rio Rancho should be a bright spot, but it's far 
fewer votes uh, than she needs. She'll do a little well on the east side, but again, that's uh, unpopulated. Ledger Fernandez's strength is up and down the river and over in San Miguel County, and it looks like she's uh, in very good shape. She's not even doing any TV like Holland. They're pretty comfortable. Wow, that's uh, very interesting. Good analysis uh, there. And let's go back to CD2 before we uh, delve into our next segment in the uh, U.S. Senate race. I'd love to talk to you about that. You wrote about it at JoeMonahan.com. CD2, what's the money look like? Is there some outside interest? We saw Ted Cruz here last week. And uh, uh, do you feel like uh, Chavez County and those uh, where you're our terrible, horrible governor continues to go after Eddie, Lee, Chavez, I mean, she is literally picking on these 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 counties. Is she going to be able to do a, a COVID uh, part due, shut us down, and uh, you know uh, repress the polls? And is there outside money coming in in CD two? That's a, that, that's all very loaded for you there, Joe. Well, there's a lot there. I mean, you you put a lot on the table as you usually do. But starting with the money, I think there's been a, so far over two million dollars of outside money from the national committees. I'm not sure how it's split. It looks like it's pretty evenly split, don't you? If you sit down and watch an hour of television, you get a dose of both of. Uh, I see uh, two commercials, and, uh, as I told you, from Zoshi Till for every one of Harold's. Okay, so maybe she's being outspent. She was being outspent in the beginning. Harold's raised less money. The National Committee money is what they've been counting on the Republicans. So there's the money situation. Maybe Social has a bit of an edge there. But look at, yeah, oil country, Chavez, Eddie Lee, Little Texas, as we called it in the old days. Those are the key counties for Yvette. She's got to outperform what she did there in 2018. Then you get Social Small hunting, carrying around a dead turkey, is showing that she shoots the gun right. Uh, you know, come on, man. It's, it's so over ridiculous. The down south, it's just over the top. Then you got Mama Harold, Mama Harold on there saying her girl doesn't lie. I mean, this thing is, uh, you know, like an episode of the Beverly Hillbillies, boys. Timely reference. <laughs> Oh, I, I would go out to Beverly Hillbillies, but I'll keep it classy. Joe Monahan, the home for, for the home for New Mexico politics. Uh, can we bring you back here the next segment and talk a little bit about uh, uh, the Lujan family? And uh, can we? Uh, are, are we really going to be sending Ben Ray Lujan to Washington D.C.? I can't imagine that. Uh, well, let's talk about that. Well, we'll, we'll do that right it. after the break, sir. Let me uh, let me reward our sponsors for all your great contributions. JoeMonahan.com. Please visit his website. He's got some great stuff, especially on the. Crime crisis, which really is the responsibility for now, it's all on Keller's shoulders. 444, back in three.